Welcome to NFP, the Non-Fungible Podcast, with your host, D. Klein. Hey, this is NFP, the Non-Fungible Podcast, with your host, D. Klein. And today I have a very, very special guest, one of my favorite crypto artists, Max Osiris. Welcome to the show. Thank you. Thanks for having me on. That's that's a nice that's a nice thing to say. I appreciate that. Yeah, I was actually just looking at one of your pieces yesterday that I have in my collection and reflecting on how much I love it. And uh, ooh, which one is it? Uh, let me post it again. I've got to dig it up. It was I have a few of yours. And uh, this one, I forget when it was that I picked it up. I feel like it was sometime in maybe October, November or something like that. And uh, it mm. was called, do, 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 but can you touch it? I have one of 10. None of them are for sale uh, except mine, interestingly. Yeah, that, um, yeah that's, um, that, that's actually a really kind of, I got a lot of really good response on that piece um, just because it kind of, I think it was relevant. And then just the way that I made it was actually kind of, um, it's like my hand and, you know, it's kind of like the whole thing of, of, of NFTs is, is, you know, people who aren't in the game, it, it takes them a minute or they dismiss it, you know, to sort of be like, what the hell is this thing? You know, uh, <laughs> not fungible, well, it's, you know, like just from an OG world perspective, a lot of people, I think have problems with it. Um, or, you know, they, they share the same sort of sentiment. I think a lot of the artists have also kind of made art referencing that too. It's like, yo, we're, we're in a completely new, you know, paradigm here and i think people who don't get it they just you know they don't get it but the people who do and you know like the markets are are, are really um uh, you know they start to like really blow up for the people who do get it so that's kind of cool yeah you know it's interesting because i don't know if you know this but i also teach and i teach uh-huh. uh teenage year kind of kids and some of them know that i make uh digital art and they don't they they don't question it at all. They're so accustomed to digital goods, you know. They'll buy stuff in games all the time. They're used to buying digital assets. Um, I mean, the difference being that these aren't just sitting on one company's server somewhere. You know, these are truly decentralized tokens, digitally uh, scarce, right? Um, so that part of it is unique. But I find, you know, when you look at uh, younger generations, they totally get this. They don't have a problem understanding it at all, but they're not in a position to buy these things yet. It's the <laughs> yeah. the generation with the money. A lot of them don't get it, right? You know, but yeah, no, it's it, it. I remember that resonating with me, that idea of, you know, just that confusion over, but how can this have value if it's not a tangible thing, right? Yeah, and I think we're still going through that. Like, uh, it, it's still kind of, fucking with people's like mentalities and you know and i to even to me it's like there's moments where i'm just like why why is this valuable but it is because because we all agree that it is so then it is you know and it's kind of like and it and includes all these other aspects of it you know which is sort of like people swagging like you know oh, well i have you know i have a a robness or or an ex-copy or an osiris or something you know i'm like okay I'm, that's cool you know <laughs> yeah no i'm very proud of having it i'm very proud of it being in my collection there was another one I also own. It's deep. I, I always find this annoying that I can't filter 
through to specific artists that I own in my collection. Do you know what I mean? And so then, yeah. you know, it gets kind of buried in this massive collection of stuff. But no, I do love your stuff. And it's... um. <laughs> It's it's something where, you know, when for listeners, you know, if you're unfamiliar with Max Osiris, um, Max Osiris has been a figure that's a leader in this industry when it comes to crypto art and a leader in terms of questioning uh, authority. Let's put it that way. I mean, you have a little <laughs> bit of a history with that. Uh, I think you're the one artist to have been banned from Super Rare twice. Is that correct? Yeah, that's your, that's your yeah. claim to fame. If you you can still find Max Osiris's art on Super Rare because, of course, the nature of blockchain technology being that it's still there. Um, but of course, you were banned twice. Now, can we talk about that a little bit? Because I mean, I've talked to Rob Ness about this whole scenario, but I never actually got an opportunity to talk to you about it. I don't know if you ever saw that piece that I wrote about it. Yeah, I did actually, and that was. I mean, I, I'm glad you wrote that piece because I feel like it. It kind of you know cements and talks about. Because I feel like a lot of the stuff that's happening in the space, like if it doesn't get like documented at some level, like you know, it could people don't really know what's happening, right? And mm -hmm. so I'm I'm really glad that piece came out and really what it was about, and and I think it uh, you know it kind of helped give context to even like the Gallon Toter and you know everything that was going on then. Um, but yeah, it's, I mean, it's, it's an interesting, it's an interesting thing. Like, cause now, you know, super rare is like still like blowing up and I still feel like it's still, you know, it's the beginning of the whole thing. So it's kind of, it's, it's kind of interesting to like be watching from, you know, cause I, I've, there's a ton of art on there, you know, thank God I like basically that's all I was doing was just like creating art for a while and just putting out super rare. So there's a, you know, there's a good collection in there and, um, you know, these, collectors are coming in and kind of like picking up like the people who know they kind of like okay you know they pick up some of this some of the early stuff which that's what it is it's sort of like you know gen one crypto art i think um back before there's so much attention on the space you know it was just people um you know and it's, it's, uh, i'm a little nostalgic for those days in a way because i feel like it sure. wasn't so much about like the drops and the hypes and the whatever you know and like mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, but yeah, it's, it's, you know, so that's, yeah, that's my claim to fame is, you know, the only twice banned, you know, <laughs> they, they put me back on, you know, we had a conversation, they put me back on and, and, um, yeah. And then I made art about, you know, what was going on with like Pac and, and Hackatow and, and it was, you know, it was sort of this like <clears throat> piece about how there's like no love lost between some of these like artists, you know, um, and, you know, Hackathon started complaining, but I'm just like, well, if you look at the piece, I'm not trying to say I'm you. I'm just kind of talking about, you know. But it's I think it's an ego, and they they kind of ganged up, like Pac and 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 Hackathon ganged up, and Hackathon flexed his stuff, and and was just like, remove him, you know. And and I was just like, <laughs> away was yelling, with him, away with him. You know, he's, he's making illegal <laughs> art, and it's talking about me. Or something, I don't know. You know, I do not like this commentary. <laughs> I do not approve. Yeah, and that's back when, like, you know, those, you know, it was, it was like Hackatown and Pac were like the, you know, the hot shit in the scene, and sure, you know, they kind of like. But you were the hot way. shit in the scene too. That's what I don't understand. <sighs> yeah, but also, you know, sort of like not really like like whale shark was happening then. Is he still around? I yeah, guess he still right, has right. like whale and stuff. He's but it's like, and he was flexing, and he was like, good, good boycott super rare you know and he was like a big buyer yes and 
but he was on his way out anyway. So he was just like doing that. I think. Just Is he like, still just... even really? I really don't hear much about Whale Shark anymore. No, yeah. It's, I mean, the coin exists, right? And it's like, all right, that's cool. Um, <laughs> I, yeah, I think, but he, he see on his way out, he was the one who's like, but I'm gonna boycott it. And I think he was already on his way out because he probably spent all his money on the art, and I don't know what the hell. But like, you know, it was just it was... his boycott was that he ran out of money. <laughs> <laughs> that's how I feel about it. I was like, it's not about that, you know. He just had a vendetta against me, and you know, didn't like me because I, you know, I wasn't making polar art. Um, uh huh. So he, he, you know, it was that whole thing. But yeah, it, it, you know, and I could kind of he, like hear the, the hammer because I just refused to burn that piece of art. I kind of in the same mm. way that like Rob is, you know, refused to, because he made the gallon toter and he's like, this is art. And there, and I was like, mm. But that gives and those pieces history, right? Like those pieces right, have exactly. significance. Yeah. And I, th I think, uh, was it Billy Whistler picked up that piece, the piece that, you know, is like, it didn't get uh, like the trash the trash piece is like 404 right like they're just like that's not on our site so you know it's an it's on open sea basically because it's mm -hmm. a little blockchain and all that you know but that other piece is still up there it's just i refuse to take it down um and i sent it to robness actually i was just like here you go right and mm -hmm. i sent it to his wallet because in that way you know they couldn't just because they were like, oh, we're going to talk to the owner about taking it. And I was like, no, well, then the owner is Robness. And then good luck trying to take that down, you know, because it was like, it was just such a, yeah, we, you know, we just kind of stood on principle, I think. And and um, and that, you know, just kind of shook out that way. And I remember like, you know, they're, I could tell that they were going to like ban me again because I'm not, I'm not acquiescing to, you know, and I, I still think it's BS. I actually still think that the reasons for it were like political right and it wasn't you know it's so um yeah what I, are your thoughts out, on you that know? you know criticism that you know okay yeah blockchain hooray but at the same time this stuff can still get deleted like you know um if i mint something even like for example the other day i minted something on OpenSea, and you make a mistake and so then you go in and you edit it well what's to keep me from you know selling that piece and going and editing it later you know what i mean like like, uh, is that all it's actually cracked up to be? What do you think? Yeah, I think, I mean, I guess there's just like a level of trust that you kind of have to have in like the artists or something, you know, because they're like to, to them to not do that, to kind of, you know, um, and I know that people like kind of were playing with that and they're like, okay, I'm going to make this piece and I'm going to edit it and change it to kind of like, you know, and I, I do like artists who kind of like make art about the process of the thing and sort of expose the mm. things, you know, I've, I've done my fair share of that. Um, and, I, you know, to me, that that's one of the like interesting aspects of it's kind of like I imagine a lot of different collectors collect for a lot of different reasons. And then like. That's like a category of sort of like meta or self referential art or arts about the art and that's that's one of the like that's one of my favorites right but it doesn't get like i feel like it doesn't um there's not like like certain collectors they come they 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 get it and they come in and they collect those pieces right like somebody actually came in and just swooped up like the sort of in, the like that piece that we just talked about or uh like hot potato right or yeah or, yeah yeah like <laughs> the pieces that kind of were like oh this, okay this is now there's a lot of 
attention because this is about something that's more meta, right? So it's like meta art. And I don't know if there's even like a category about that, but I feel like the savvy collectors, especially they like, they really like that stuff. It's kind of like, you know, um, Robness is, you know, 64 gallon toter like that. It's just, it's sitting there, you know, and it's, I think it's like what, $23 million or something that's priced mm. at. Well, and to just... me, that, that art signals the legitimacy of this, this genre of art as a legitimate um, means by which one can communicate via art. And that's what makes it legitimate, right? Because you're using the art to convey those messages, right? And, and that's what art's for. Right. Yeah. I At mean, least it's partially. Like, it, it's kind of, um, yeah. I mean, that, it's just my personal, like, you know, I started making a lot of like, call it transdimensional art, you know, and sort of like psychedelic stuff. And I still, I still do that. And I kind of like that angle, but um, just like my personal fave is kind of like the art that kind of jabs at the art, kind of like the, mm -hmm. the, you know, the soldier boy piece that I did yesterday. It's just kind of yes. like, yeah, all right. Yeah, this, talk about know, that this... piece. That's on Rarible, right? That's, um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That was hilarious. That's um, what's it called again? I'm just flipping to it. Uh, crank mm. this soldier boy. Yeah. So it's not soldier, it's soldier, <laughs> yeah, yeah, boy, yeah, you know, yes. so it's like, and I took like an old painting of it, you know, and it's like crank this soldier boy, you know, and it's kind of, you know, it's kind of a troll a little bit, like in a, you know, hopefully in a, in a funny enough way to, to, to this whole like soldier boy thing, right. Where he, he's kind of, you know, and it's like, yeah, like the Mark, <clears throat> Mark Cuban, um, you know, Rick and Morty, what's his name? Justin Royal, you know, like yes. these cats are like coming into the space and, and yeah, they, you know, they're famous. So when people are like, all right, this is worth a lot. Like this person's fame. And I, and I, it's kind of true. Right. But I don't know. I'm like, I'm not, I'm not hating on it. I'm just sort of like, Hey, why don't you get a soldier boy for, you know, one tenth the price, you know, <laughs> <laughs> some reason it reminds me of what was that movie called? Uh, is it office space? I, I'm not sure. And there's a scene in the movie where the guy's sitting in his car and he's listening to like gangsta music, right? Yeah. <laughs> and, and he's got his window down and then some guy comes walking up, like a homeless guy comes walking up and he like slowly rolls up his window. And it's like, oh yeah, you're really <laughs> badass there, buddy. Right? Is, is that office space? I don't remember. Uh, it's funny. <laughs> or the, uh, you remember the Budweiser commercials where it was like, what's up? And then they had the white guys mm -hmm. and they're like, what is up? <laughs> Yeah, yeah. So it's a, it's a little bit like that, right? It's sort of like, well, here's, here's sort of, yeah, like the, like for the first time I got banned from Super Rare, uh -huh. um, you know, I, I was just kind of, you know, I was a little salty about it. I was like, why, why are you going to ban me? Um, yeah, no kidding. So then like one of the things I did was there's, there's two, I was actually yesterday, I, I have two other collections. I have two collections on OpenSea. Uh -huh. And one of them is um, like uh, Max Osiris bootlegs. Okay. And there's and there's two pieces I made where I basically took my pieces off super rare and, and I did that same kind of thing where it's just like, hey, look, it's you know, fifty percent off, like the, the original piece, and I just kind of made it like super tacky, you know. And then I and then I also did like a remaster. Uh-huh. I think I only did one of those where I just took the same piece and I just kind of like blew it up and I put like a little rip and dip cat in the very middle. Like if you really zoom in, it's like, you know, uh middle fingers up, you know. Uh -huh. So <laughs> Um, but yeah, that's one of the things about like open sea and collections. It's like, and, and rareable collections like that organization is, 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 uh, tricky, you know, like you were talking mm -hmm. about, like it's hard to find, you know, it's it like, is. 
because it's just spread out and i'm like i look at it myself and i'm just like or i look at my like zerion wallet you know and it's like all these different like contract names and you know so it actually i think it it makes uh it makes this sort of like historical uh archiving of an artist kind of difficult totally and i think yeah and then like and i kind of I kind of play with that and I appreciate that because I kind of want it that way. I want to, I want to decide to sort of be this like scavenger hunt or something, mm -hmm. you know, where it's like, it's sort of undocumented, but that's how I want it. Right. But yeah, like, yeah. Yeah. That's probably not how a lot of people want it. Cause, cause it does become like difficult. Like if you were to, um, like, even if I was to do it right now, it would, it would take so much time. And, and I'm just kind of like, I don't want to do this because there's so many different like contract. And then there's like, the original contracts that I had on Rarible, for instance, like they don't have any royalties, right? And oh, um, and if I and for some reason, like if I go and mint, um, they won't let me do like a royalty, and so I'm just kind of like on Rarible, it won't. Yeah, because it's like an OG contract or something, you know, it's oh, like legacy okay. stuff, and I'm just kind of okay. like, okay, well, I guess those, I'm not going to mint on those contracts anymore because they're, you know, they're they're kind of like broke in well, a sense. Royalties i mean they're there bread and butter if you're oh for sure right and known artist, so like, for sure so when i got kicked off because i was off of like known origin too and stuff like they mm -hmm. for for a bit i'm back on there now but like now was that because of the same stuff the known origin ah uh, the known origin they they kicked me off um david just got scared because there's just so much like weird shit on twitter about me like right, 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 right. dox me and tried to come after me and stuff and, I, and people were just like oh. and i don't know people were just getting freaked out right um so like so they were basically like okay well rare worlds we're gonna do it and we did you know uh and then during that time i'm like losing my train of thought right now <laughs> well i'm I was... really back in really back in yeah i mean just talking about your experience with getting kicked from these platforms and oh 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 so what i was going to say is that there's like a there, for a while since rarible was the place you know it was the like only like it was like robness and i sort of took refuge there in a yeah. sense well and, and you were killing like, it on rarible yeah and we were just like let's do this you know and we did it on there but there's like for a while uh, there's a whole bunch of my art that has like no no royalties attached to it you know right it's like well well you know all right and but you know i just kept making art because you know and then now i think everything's sort of like updated and there's, there's royalties or whatever but i'm still i'm still a little kind of like is there royalties like i don't i don't really like i definitely get royalties from sr sales and i see that when they come through right but but i'm not even sure like rareable i don't know maybe it's a little wonky well see and again it's really hard to track yeah i mean you do get the little red bolt sometimes right but mm -hmm. yeah honestly i couldn't tell you if um how the royalties are tracked on rarible even like i know on OpenSea it's very easy you can just go to payouts and you can look and it's kind of hidden on rarible isn't it yeah there's i mean there's, there's definitely no like tracking and i'm not even sure it's happening you know i'm just kind of like all right um, i just kind of hope it's happening <laughs> <laughs> yeah right but i'm like i don't know maybe somebody could like really get into that and figure that out um, well and the other thing about rarible being like there's no email alerts or anything so like you're kind of just like oh someone made an offer like if you happen to go in and check your profile 
You might see that someone made a pro uh, an offer, but I mean, what are you going to go in and check your rareable account every day? I don't. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't currently cause it's like, uh, it's cause gas fees, man, gas fees. Oh. Like this is the, this is the, um, uh, you know, the, the potato famine of the, of the crypto art world. And it, <laughs> and, and that's and it's a good parallel there. <laughs> and, <laughs> well, well, cause I think it, you know, it, the way that I see it now is just like because it's so expensive, it's kind of like transforming the whole because it's kind of like uh, or transforming the scene where I think it's prohibitive to a lot of like artists who like so I decided to become like a full time crypto artist, right? And I was just right, like, right. even before I feel like that was a thing, I was just like, you know what, I'm just gonna see if it can be done and I'm just gonna like and I'm just doing it. So I did, and I was like, that's all I'm doing, I'm just gonna do crypto art, right? So I'm full time, right? And meaning this is like my my only source of income and um. And then, uh, you know, like it, I'm just imagining a lot of new artists, you know, and like rare, but you kind of see that it's kind of, I don't know, just weird times because it's like it's, it's too cost prohibitive to do it. So people are kind of like, well, do we jump off to other platforms? But then, you know, there's not like buyers on them really as much, you know. Mm. Um, so it's kind of, yeah, we're in this like weird space. I was trying to get at that with, I talked with Jay DeLay the other day mm -hmm. and I didn't really use the right words. I was listening to it again afterwards. I'm like, I didn't quite say what I meant to say there it is the idea that, you know, at one point in time, of course, you guys, you were the rebels with this trash art movement, mm -hmm. but now with gas, gas fees being the way they are and you having kind of this status, it kind of brings into question, like the trash art movement. It's, is it even feasible now? Do you know what I mean? Like, could you even pull that off now? with the way that gas fees are like, or has it become a sort of almost ingrained, uh, like established entity of trash art? Do you know what I mean? Where, you know, it's no longer possible to just pump out some trash deliberately. Do you know <laughs> what I mean? Isn't that, isn't, yeah, isn't that the irony is that like, it's now a swag move to put a yeah, trash that, up. That's, that's, know, that's like... what I was trying to say. And I didn't say it well, you just said it better <laughs> than I did in a very simple <laughs> sentence. You know, um, what do you think of that? You know, the whole idea that this is becoming kind of almost an elitist type thing with the Ethereum gas fees and so forth. Yeah, you know, and that's, I mean, I, th I think it's it's kind of unfortunate because it, it limits, like, it, I mean, you can do it on OpenSea, right? Like, I mean, that's kind of the, the, the decent solution right now, I think. I mean, the, the issue with OpenSea is like, it, it's not like, you know, it, like Rarible, I feel like had a had a, a bigger like lens of people looking at it. So like, with, you know, and I still mint an OpenSea primarily, basically now, just just because of that. It's just like, okay, well, I can put stuff up, and then if somebody buys it, then it's like made up on the on the backside, right? But, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, it's. I mean, it's the gas fees are killing everything right now, like because it's if you know if, yeah, you, yeah. if you wanted to make it, you know, for like eighty bucks worth of ETH or something like that, you know, then you're like you're doubling up every time and it's um i don't know like i guess because the gas prices were really high like back when i had like really made it off off of rarible and you know like that kind of like mooned and i was in a good position and i kind of when i had the money i i was like you know what i'll pay the gas fees just to keep the space going in a sense mm -hmm. you know i didn't really 
care that much because I had the money and I was like to spend it to kind of like when I pumped it, mo you know, most of it, I pumped right back into art and, and just like supporting artists, you know, and like buying pieces. And um, so, you know, hopefully, I don't know, like hopefully, you know, the people who have it can just sort of like hold us through the gas piece thing as some, you know, is, you know, Ethereum 2, is that supposed to solve it? Like, is it already being implemented? Like, we do need solutions, you know, and there's like different, we were talking about like Matic and stuff and somebody like sent me, you know, Matic money. And it was, it was ridiculous. Cause it was like, I had to jump through all these hoops and then <laughs> it was like a week to clear. And I was like, what you just hell? do like, these 13 steps. Yeah. And I'm like, <laughs> so I mean, if, yeah, if, if that's don't make a, a mistake solution. in any one of those steps, <laughs> but then it was like, yeah. And it was still, I don't know. I don't, you know, I'm like, are we all gonna maybe, jump chains like that's a that's a tall order i doubt it and, i i really don't yeah see that happening. i really don't see that so it's like maybe that's that's it for now you know it's just sort of we're talking about the you know the great ethereum gas price potato famine and you know <laughs> hopefully we can survive through it because it really do I, I really do think it has like done a lot to you know and i and i kind of in a way but maybe because in a way, too, it's like the big nifty gateway drops and all that, mm -hmm. you know, the stuff that goes for like tens of thousands or whatever. And it's like that's kind of taken a lot of the like attention and, yeah. and you know, sort of like the winner take all market thing that's, that's happening, and, you know, and uh, like the NBA top shot stuff, you know, this, this stuff is is. It's crazy, you know, and have you parodied uh, that yet? I'm, I'm kind of surprised that you haven't. <laughs> I don't think um, you have, I, have you? Um, I think, man, it's 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 weird. Like, I don't want to become. I kind of don't want to become the, you know, the like was the the, the guy who smashes pumpkins, Gallagher. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know what get, you get, mean. Oh, yes. No, no, yeah, no, yeah, no. Yeah, what's yeah. his name? The fucking um, the uh, oh, the other guy. Oh, the big weird owl. Right? Yeah, yeah. So like, <laughs> I, I don't, I don't. Yeah, want, you don't, don't want to be weird out, right? But, too like, many but low hanging like, fruits. <laughs> yeah, but sometimes I, you know, when it like I feel a certain way and then I'm just all right, I'm a type of way kind of feeling art about this you know and like a soldier boy thing but yeah it's it's interesting like uh, the different waves because I mean like that's kind of all I wanted to make because I'm you know like and Robin and I talk about this just you know a lot is like we get into these like lulls and it's just like that's the hardest thing because it's just kind of like man, I want to make something that breaks through, you know, and then mm. like nothing comes and nothing comes. And then usually it's, it's a process of like, okay, well, nothing's coming. I'll just do something anyway, you know, and then I'll do it and I'll make it. And I'm like, oh, I kind of hate it, you know, and I'm like, ah, oh, fuck it. Just, I need to put it out there anyway. And then like, as soon as I put it out there and then like, especially like a week later, I'm like, oh, this is good. I like this, you know, <laughs> but like, as it's coming out, it's just like, you know, and I think that's, to me personally, that's like a sign of like, okay, that's, that's a sign of like the proper way to do art is just sort of like, I don't know about this. Here you go. And that's, and I feel like that's, that's a lot of what the trash art movement was too, is just sort of, uh, I don't know, but I'm going to, you know, hit, hit send anyway, you know, hit token. Well, you're anyway. putting yourself in a place of vulnerability, right? Yeah. And you I know, think, and you're, you're putting yourself out there, even though you yeah. have doubts, right? yeah and that's you know, part like, of what makes it cool i think so yeah it's it's rewarding in a way in a weird way you know because then it's like 
especially if there's sort of, you know, a, a, over time, a string of like success through sales, which is, you know, that's what it is. It's like, I don't, you know, I, I don't know what it's like to like do it part time, you know, or, or mm. something like, uh, and I'm sure people do it, but it's just kind of like, um, yeah, it's, you know, it's like growing like from seeds and, and cause I had like artists coming in, like I, you know, I put a bunch of people onto like crypto art and, and actually even like the Justin Roiland drop, like that shit wouldn't have happened if I hadn't put this other guy that was connected to the thing. And I'm like, Oh, that's cool. Right. Um, and that, that was also sort of like controversial, I guess, you know, the, like the, the, the drawings, you know, but I think that yeah, was yeah. part of, that was part of the art too, you know, which, which is like, okay, a lot of people aren't going to like this. <laughs> it's just like they expect, you know, um, and, and just from like a personal, I'm just like, I'm not into like 3d art, man, you know? And that's just like, I feel, I feel like, uh, sometimes I'm like, uh, I don't know, just like a thing with the rotating, you know? And I'm like, I guess some people can say that's the same thing about like my art. It's like some of it is repetitive. And I try to, I try to not have that be the case, you know, and it's, it's hard, but it's like, I don't know. The... Well, part of it is a style though, right? Like part of it is when you see it, you go, oh, that's a Max Osiris. That's not a bad thing. Yeah. Right. And right. it's just, yeah, it's, it's like, yeah. It's like when I look walk, at, right? um, I'm not even sure how to pronounce it, but on Known Origin, you have a piece called One-Off Pre-Dimensional Non-Language. Well, I mean, it's spelled kind of strangely, but, yeah. <laughs> you know, but when I see that, I go, oh, yeah, that's Max Osiris. Do you know what I mean? Oh, that's cool. Yeah. I mean, that's that's cool, right? It's like, um, yeah, it's good to have sort of like a recognizable style, I suppose, but it's also, and that's why I like, I make every type of as much as I can, you know, although I haven't gotten into like motion graphics, but I don't quite, I don't really care that much. I kind of like the, like the still. I'm a still person like, as well, personally, but. Yeah, you know, and that's, and that's sort of like, that like rare bowl kind of got overtaken by like, you know, shiny rotating things, you know, and I'm just kind of like. It's true. I see I it on like, wax too. I've been browsing wax a little more often lately mm -hmm. because of the gas fee situation and. It's all about the cards that kind of, you know, waver yeah, back and forth. And I'm, I don't, right? it just doesn't grab that, me. Reflect, but... Yeah, I don't get it, right? But it's kind like, I don't get in, like, sort of in-game items because I don't really play games either, you know? And mm -hmm. it's like, that's the whole that's the whole thing. So I kind of, I respect it. I understand it. I get it. Like Yeah, yeah. But I but I think also, like, I mean, if they have, like, utility, then I tend to, like, kind of get it. But see, now I sound like an asshole because I'm like, well, art. <laughs> not supposed to have utility you know what i mean it's not like <laughs> but that's the, that's the thing it's we're just the, talking your personal preference though i mean there's nothing wrong with that yeah yeah right and it's and i think you know everyone's just kind of like flexes their personal preference too especially like on the collector side and like you know and it's just when they were uh when the whales were kind of like coming in and trying to like do that in mass they were just kind of like no 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 dude you know like they're trying <laughs> to like make the market in their own image in a sense and um mm. Which is understandable because like we all have egos and that's what we try to do, especially if you're gonna like flex or whatever. But I actually I think my favorite type of collectors are the kind that just sort of like I feel like they kinda of like sit back and they sort of like come in and just like buy something that like really means something to them, you know, and that feels really good. Like when, mm -hmm. you know, when somebody um yeah, when there's just this like appreciation I can tell that they like they either like know a lot about the space or they really connect to this piece or something like that. You know, it's kind of like, um, yeah, I'm, I'm still in that sort of, 
I don't want, you know, the, the whole like pachinko machine <laughs> that that it had become like with variable and stuff. And I was just like putting out, you know, shiny things and things. And, but I don't know I can't hate on it too much. It's like everyone's got their own. Their own sure. Hey, if people like, like shiny things, they can buy shiny things. That's for okay. sure. Right. And I'm like, and, and, and that's, and that's a lot of what, like, even when everything's coming off of like super and stuff and like, you know, Robness and I, we're, we're kind of like, yeah, this is, and, and I, and I, you know, like this, this is sort of something that I say that I feel like, like, um, like to me, the audacity of an artist is to create something and call it art. Mm. And that's the, and that's it. And that's the, like, that's the power of just being an artist is you declare, you know, it's like, even when I, um, like when I became an artist, I actually like had this like little art show and it was super weird because it was like, it wasn't like art. I just made these like little cosmic passports, I call them. And I'll just like make something like on each one of them and they, and they like each had like their style. And it, it was kind of like, it was an art show, but it wasn't about, it wasn't like what you would expect. It's just, it's just like, yeah, it's an art show, but it's like, here's a little cosmic passport and that's what it is, you know? And it's not like, I wasn't even trying to sell it for, you know, big money or anything like that. But like, but I was like, okay, well, I'm having an art show. So now I'm an artist. And that's how it started in like 2016, I think it was. And it was like on February 29th, it was like um, leap, whatever day, mm -hmm. you know, mm -hmm. and I like, I, I had this piece of Copal and I, and I lit it like at 7.07 PM. I was like, I, I, I crowned myself an artist in this moment right and mm -hmm. i just was like and and during the show the like piece of copal like burnt and it was perfect and it ended at like right after 11 i think 11 11 right it was like the official end of the show and and yeah and that's kind of like you just you know it's like the power it's like abracadabra right you just you, you declare yourself an artist and then you are and then you kind of just do what that is but like online but there's still that moment like of vulnerability where you're like yep i'm an artist you know and you're kind of putting yourself out there in a sense right you know and so in the early days when yeah. you were starting that you know i'm assuming this was like a physical gallery of some sort yeah right or it was it was like it was like a shop but it kind of yeah like a storefront yeah. type i think mm -hmm. yeah yeah and there's still that moment where you're putting yourself out there and people are coming up and looking and they're judging, right? And you're putting yourself in a position to be judged. Yeah, right. And I mean, and that's the, yeah. I mean, and, that, and that's, you know, I guess we all do that. I'm like, I try not to, you know, be an asshole to other artists. Cause I'm like, it's, it's, <laughs> See, yeah, I have this weird experience where I've got the crypto life which is an entirely different realm of people than my everyday life. Now you probably have more of a mix of the two because of the nature of your entrance into this. Yes. Like a lot of the artists that you encounter are artists, you know, in real life or people know your art in your everyday life, as opposed to it being these two different worlds. Do you know what I mean? Or what do you, what's your experience with that? Is the crypto art scene like an entirely separate entity from your everyday life or is it all just kind of one big amalgam oh, now? I mean, I think there's, there's such a, there's such a divide between like, um, like because the, like the world's not full integrated crypto. Yeah. It is, it is a, it is a quite a divide because it's kind of like, you know, I don't, I can't just walk down the street and just be like, Hey, 
you have a crypto wallet? Do you want some art? No, right. It's like, no, like who does? Open up your trench coat. Hey, you want some crypto art? (laughs) 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 Right. And I mean, like, and hopefully that'll be a thing where it's like, okay, I have like a a shirt and then somebody will scan it. And I don't know. I don't even know. Like, I feel like, what is that even like? You know, like the whole metaverse thing of um, high fashion in the metaverse, like Robinus did a thing with them um i kind of like slept on that you know they, they contacted me and i was like it, it was just still too weird for me even i was just kind of like what high fashion and like metaverse and it's like but it's you know it's a thing that's happening i'm just like all right okay cool <laughs> right and then like sort of the uh real world not real world nft you know crossovers and different experimentations so i don't know what it's like but it's but i you know i did um I, I did try to put people onto the crypto art thing from like the, a normal artist where, right? And like a lot of, a lot of my pieces uh, on super rare even um, are basically like co- collabs, you know, yeah. that I did, or I basically just kind of like matched up or did something with somebody that had like real world art, you know? Mm-hmm. And I was just, just to kind of, just to kind of like tease it and just be like, Hey, you want to, Hey, you know, you want to, you know, just to just to bring people into the space, um, mm-hmm. and you know that was kind of it was just rewarding because then it, it like if they decide to run with it on their own and become sort of you know uh, successful, that's like that to me I love right like and there's there's a few people that that I did that with and it's it's just a rewarding thing to like you know because because it because here's the thing it's like this dream of well you can be you know like an artist. And then, and this, that's what it's been for me. It's just like the, the dream of it was like, okay, I, I get to create what I feel, right? Like what's in my heart and put it out there. Like you said, and it's vulnerable a lot of the time. Um, and, and then that's how I live, right? And then like, that's how I pay my bills. And, that, and, that's, and that's a beautiful thing, right? And, and a lot, I'm glad a lot of people have like realized it, um, you know? And, but then there's still, there's still, I still do feel for, but I feel like you really just have to be like all in. Because I've seen a lot of people that you know struggle, especially like now with with everybody sort of being like, well, now I'm retired, you know. And it's like that's the thing I um, I kind of I feel for like super rare and stuff too, because they're you know everyone's trying to knock down the door and be like, I want to be with you because because they actually did do a really good job of like Mm -hmm. amassing buyers, you know. Like it's a beautiful platform. I still need to apply to it. I have never applied to super rare. I'd like to put something together for it. Yeah, I, I don't think. Can you think put in a good word it. for me? Oh man, right? I mean, that's you know, if you if if you want me to hurt your case, I'll put in a good word for you. I'm like, say something negative about me. Maybe that would help. I don't know. <laughs> right? Yeah. I mean, I sometimes I'm like, okay, what would it take to like be accepted on there for the third time? And I'm like, that would be man. an accomplishment, and, and, man. Yeah, I mean, because it's such a it's it seems now impossible because they're like, okay, we're gonna give you a second chance, and then no, you're you're still kind of a rascal you know (laughs) you're out you know and it's like uh i don't know once in a while i still i'm like what would it take though yeah (laughs) yeah yeah totally uh speaking of second chances let's talk game stonks game stonk yeah Um, tell me about this this is hilarious you know with the whole game stop fiasco and wall street freaking out and short squeezes and and now people are saying hey this has got to be decentralized like what are we doing relying on Robinhood that's just front running all our data? 
<laughs> right. You know I, mean? I mean, I, I, so I kind of feel like, yeah, so this is, I'm, I'm going to, I'm in like a speaking of that, like, uh, sort of vulnerable feeling, right. As I'm like, well, I don't know, GameStop, right. Like it's, it's something that it reminds me of like saucy nuts, right. So it's sort yeah, of, yeah. um, like saucy nuts came from, Oh, I still, I'm going to interrupt you a second. I still have yeah. Monug Lisa available for listeners. If you're interested, just look it up on Monug, <laughs> Monug Lisa, right? I mean, so yeah, so it was, man, and that whole, that whole period was so fun because it was like, every, and that, because everyone was just making whatever, like yeah, yeah. potato art, you know, which maybe, maybe I should have like, you know hashtag more potato art or something like maybe it'll make a comeback you know because that was a thing for a while right and like well it really tapped then, into that kind of meme culture kind of vibe right right exactly right so like and that's and that's what saucy nugs was and is still is it's like you know it, we're 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 back in stealth mode you know as as the as the chief whatever officer of saucy nugs you know it's uh <laughs> it's, it's well that's what that letter is chief whatever of saucy nugs i couldn't well, figure out what that was it's okay so it's you know it's it's not because i i don't want to say cfo because uh, like the the f you know that implies financial like, officer yeah i mean that sounds like legitimate shit you know and it's kind of like saucy nugs is not meant to like saucy nugs is like i don't know the poly shore of, of cryptocurrencies or something right, where it's kind of right. like you kind of get it or you don't and it's not real kind of you know well, what uh, happened there with Saucy Nugs? I mean, it went up and then poof, it was completely liquidated, yeah. basically. Tell me about that experience. Oh, man. I mean, it's, I, I feel like I I want someone to figure out kind of what happened. Because I'm still a bit of a blur. Because it was, it was such a like, it was such a whirlwind. And it was sort of this like completely unexpected, like, whoa, here's this thing. And now it's a thing. And then like, um and i was like oh wow we made it we made it because it's you know i like was looking at my phone and i was looking at like valuation stuff and i was like okay well so i took some out because i was like cool i'm gonna like swap it out into because i was also like under duress in this hotel because they were like you know my money's in crypto and they were like okay cash out your tab all of a sudden out of the blue oh, and geez. i was like okay, okay hold so on you were under some financial pressure no i was like oh shit like i need to throw this you know, like i need to because that happened a few times man i'm like and i was like okay my money's in crypto hold on right and they're like oh wait no you don't have any money okay go to jail literally and that's holy shit happened. and it yeah and it was it was super it was super weird man because i was just like hold on like it takes eight minutes to you know to for the transfer or whatever they wouldn't the wait to, eight to minutes hit, to hit fiat no they got freaked out i don't know it's i mean it's the shit that happened in Vegas was so weird, man. Like, I still have a, a hard time wrapping my head around it. But that's essentially, like, what went on. Um, and then I think everyone got spooked. Like, I just, I honestly, I didn't have the, like, I didn't have the, I kind of didn't know what I was doing. You know, I just kind of right, created right. this, like, m meme coin. Sure. Right? And, and it was, you know, it was sort of like a, performance art piece in a sense because i kind of didn't want it to be like every other coin and it's you know like i i could have got it verified and i could have made it in, you know like whale coin is like a real thing right mm -hmm. but i but it's kind of i don't know it's kind of it's it's meant to be for fun it's kind of like the potato art stuff you know it's sure. just like let's have some fun with it but then once finances get involved then 
and so I guess game stunk, right? <laughs> it's sort of the next version of this thing. And I, and I mean, honestly, I don't know what the fuck it is, man. You know, it's, it's like, it, it's, and that's, and I'll kind of say, cause it's, I guess it's just my, my attempt to have a coin that is as meaningless as saucy nugs, but not. You know, and it's kind of like... <laughs> but it's your second crack at it, where you have a little better idea of what's what's going to happen. Hopefully, right? Maybe, your liquidity maybe, is up. Maybe. Your liquidity on Uniswap is up seventy nine percent today. Yeah, so it's a it's a thing, right? And it's it, it's a thing, but it's not a thing. And it's just, I guess it's you know, this time around, I'm not going to like flood it or take it out or whatever. It's just, I think it's just it's it's kind of like a it's a meme coin, right? I mean, we're going to talk about like categories, you know, and it's, it's just sort of game stonk, you know, it's like, you know what it is? Game stonk, like, <laughs> you know, and then it's, it's GME, like, hey, you know what GME is, but the thing is like, well, no, you kind of don't, because if you're still in the old stock game, then like, that's what that is over there. And then, you know, you know, it's, it's like armies of Redditors versus like a tiny, 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 but very well financed army of, of finance dudes. You know, I'm like, that's what it is over there. But on the blockchain, you know, on the Ethereum, <laughs> you're definitely going to talk about that. That's the G. I mean, like, and people are kind of like, okay, well, what makes this GME? Somebody like wrote, it's like, what makes this GME ETH pair, you know, more attractive than the others, you know? And I'm just kind of like, mm. I actually was just stumped. I'm like, right? I don't know. Like, and it's, it's just this thing of like, well, let's, have, let's put GME on the blockchain, right? Like, uh-huh. People know, and it's sort of like name brand recognition, essentially. But you can't really um, trademark a uh, you know a stock or a, a ticker no. symbol, you know, no. and especially on Uniswap. You you know, it's like it's the Wild West. People can just sort of like, and Uniswap. Just well, there's probably by it. now. There's probably ten other GMEs. I'm guessing. Yeah. Right. Or, or I mean, there's several for sure. And somebody like wrote in and was like, "There's already a GME on the blockchain, and I'm on the Ethereum blockchain." And I'm like, "Yeah." Yeah, you know, yeah, 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 yeah. Even on like on Uniswap, when you when you just go and uh, like you know, and Uniswap is the wild west and super decentralized. It's rad. I'm glad they're you know their coin is doing really well, but it's like uh, you know they'll just red letters you know every time. It's like no, no, you like please like I help you understand, but you need to understand anyone can make whatever the fuck and you know, <laughs> well, it's your quote. I think a quotable quote you just said here a minute ago was I may, I think I'm going to make a thing and now it's a thing. That's basically what's going on here. <laughs> yeah. Right. Exactly. And it's a thing. And, and then also it's just kind of like, so this is, I've made a thing before and that, that thing apparently crashed and burned. And I think, you know, but kind of not, because it's still a thing and it's still there. And it's just sort of, you know, it's hibernating, I think. Lurking you know, I in think, the shadows. Yeah, because I think Saucy Nugs, you know, it's like, they, you know, where were you when, when Saucy Nugs won? Well, you know, and then it's like, because it's so stupid, right? It's like Saucy yeah. Nugs, what is that? Sure. Well, well, it is, you know, because people like made a ton of art about it. It's like, well, to me, Saucy Nugs is a nugget, you know, being dipped in sauce or it's like a rareable bowl or it's, you know, it's a flower from weed or whatever, you know, it's just like it's weed thing. Like, actually, that was that was really refreshing is the Saucy Nugs are 
on super rare i actually got like a big bid somebody was just like this is saucy like it's like two tongues licking you know licking wheat Mm. yeah okay i remember the piece yeah right and i was like cool so like that still is a thing it's like well you're saucy nuts like and i was like yeah saucy nuts still right but it's like (laughs) i mean the coin itself doesn't have much value because it doesn't have quite like you know the liquidity and these different things so i kind of you know in a way i failed but i didn't with saucy nugs um and you know sort of like watch out for season two is kind of like how i feel about it yeah, you know, yeah whenever whenever that comes out but you i know, think Game i've Stone, got like ten thousand of them in a pool somewhere nice yeah <laughs> i mean you can't you can, can't currently cash them out and actually go buy nuggets or whatever yeah, yeah. in the real world you know um so I can't use them yeah. to pay my hotel bill. Right. Yeah. I mean, you can't, uh, but that's, but that's cause it's not, you know, it's not actually liquid, right? Like yeah. it's just right now, the Sasha Nugs in development is like, it's just an, an illiquid investment. Right. And it's, and it's a thing. Um, Forced hodling. <laughs> <laughs> They're locked. It's right. Like, you know, it's just a locked investment. That's all. <laughs> Straight up. And I mean, that's kind of like what, it's even what GameStonk is, right? It's like, it's straight up. It's, it's a locked in it. Cause I, I, I threw my money into the thing, you know, I'm just kind of like, well, there it is. It's in there, you know? And, <laughs> and it, it was, the ridiculous thing about it is kind of like, there's just, but it's not much in there. So it's like, you know, no one can like buy too much GameStonk right now. It's sort of, mm. you know, and that's, that's kind of cute. Cause it's, you know, sort of like the Reddit war or something. It's like, it's the small <laughs> guys, right? Like if you can buy some GameStonk, and the gas fees suck and you can do it it's i mean i wouldn't necessarily advise it but i'm just like it's the same thing with the stock market I'm like why would you advise anyone like people are free to do whatever ridiculous things they want you know mm. and that's kind of and that's kind of what it is it's kind of like here's the thing it, and it's obvious to anyone on the inside what that is because it's just sort of like oh we're, we're drafting off the game stonk thing right because basically as soon as elon said game stonk i'm like yeah game yeah. Stonk, right? <laughs> <laughs> you were like quick tokenize it Right, exactly. Like token, put, put it, little you know. cat with the keyboard, right? You know, going <laughs> click, click. Exactly, right. And I think that's the, I think maybe that's the, uh, what we really like need to do is just like talk about it, you know, click, clack about it, make art about it, and then that's uh-huh. it. And it's, um, yeah, it's, it's a dumb meme, man. You know, um, that's all I can say about it. <laughs> but is this sort of in the? I took this like weird path to like especially after like saucy because i'm like hi i'm an artist and i make you know fancy art and and kind of is it's like that's how i was like feeling it done and then i kind of went into this like meme stuff and then you know make you know poking fun at soldier boy a little bit um <laughs> i don't know man like because i sort of be, i decided to become like a performance crypto art and people were like what the fuck does that even mean like you know and i was like you shall see right and it's just kind of like it's kind of ridiculousness you know and but i think we need more of that in a sense it's like you know the world's already pretty uh pretty pretty staunchy so i think we need to make it more stonky you know we need to de-staunch and stonk stonkify yeah we need to stonkify you know and uh because i think that's the so that's the like like truthfully that's that's the kind of thing that i actually it's like whenever you do a thing you know a little culture around reforms and then there's sort of like insider stuff about that little it's kind of like having friends and having like creating a culture right yeah and it's just like you have like little inside jokes 
you know, it's like, I'm, I'm sure like the finance boys, if they like look at Wall Street bets, you know, there's an inside culture. They're like, there's an inside language and people, and you sort of have to have been there to even like understand what it means and stuff, you know? And I'm sure. like, I like that. That's, that's pretty cool. So yeah, but I, I like that. Um, I mean, I feel like I should pay you a, uh, a consulting fee because, you know, you, you really nailed it down. It's like, well, de-staunch and, and then re-stonk. <laughs> yeah, stonk or like de-staunch, re-stonk. There you go. Right? Nice. There's That's, that's yeah. got a nice parallel to it. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, and, you know, whoever's listening, like, hey, thank you for listening, you know, because you could be doing anything right now. You could be like mowing the lawn or you know, playing a video game and then you're listening to these two cats just sort of talk about nonsense. And I appreciate that. I mean, some of it is not nonsense. Some of it's very, you know, mostly nonsense, staunch, mostly nonsense, but some of it is relates to a, you know, the staunch world of the impressive sales of, you know, crypto art and all that. So talk to me about that. I mean, I don't, I don't know of any other artist that has had the experience, the volatility of the markets like you have. I mean, You've gone from, you know, the very, very, very top and then coming way down with the nugs getting, you know, down to nothing. I mean, what was that like over this past 2020? Must have been oh, crazy. Man. It was, I mean, it was definitely crazy, man. I'm like, you know, have you seen that like Bart Simpson thing where it's like the two, the two moods of artists is just like, oh, I'm so great. Oh, I'm so great. Bang, bang, <laughs> bang, pants, you know, and then, and then, you know, the next frame is just the like, in bed like curled up and yeah 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 so, mm -hmm. so yeah i mean i really relate to that and kind of you know so it's like i've this past little bit i've just been like in bed curled up just depressed and you know all these mm. uh, just uh, you know life stuff um yeah but i mean it's it's i don't know i guess i guess just that's just the way it is for an artist or somebody who you know um I don't know, just faith and faith and, and hopefully coming out on the other side, you know, because like, like the GameStop thing is just this like really weird piece of sort of Ethereum art to me, right? Because it's like, because it's not, and I'm sure, you know, and that's kind of, but it's kind of fun because people are like asking me like real questions about it. And I'm like, all right. Um, I don't really have a real answer, so maybe I'll have a little more fun with it too, you know. Mm. And it's just sort of like um, it's yeah, kind of like you know the, the the canvas is the market in a sense. You're like painting, right? An exactly. artwork on the market in a sense, right? Right. And to me, that's interesting. That's kind of like, yeah, it's like okay, what can be done? You know, it's like art is what you can get away with. You know, it's an Andy Warhol apparently. You know, and I, I, in a sense, that's kind of like what Robness and I have done, you know, in our own ways. And like Robness did the whole thing with trash, you know, the coin, um, I haven't checked on that in a minute, but like, you know, and we all kind of like have these, these coins, like they're pseudo, pseudo coin. Like if you look up pseudo LA, um, you know, I guess we're all trying to like do our own thing. Like for me, it's, it's, it's just ridiculousness with this, with the side of saucy sort of like investment side angle or something. I don't know. I don't know, man. I, I basically don't know what I'm doing. I'm learning as I go. Cause it's, cause in a way I'm like, I'm sort of having to become like, you know, I'm like an artist and I'm like, I'm sort of having to have a little bit of sense now about sort of like finance side of these other things, which kind of doesn't relate to crypto art in a sense. Um, I don't know. I'm just, 
I feel like now I'm just like talking words. So <laughs> that's, that's good. <laughs> I actually wanted to ask you specifically though, and I've asked each of my artists this, and some of them kind of keep it a uh -huh. trade secret, and some of them Ooh. are willing to talk about it. But in terms of tools you use, like when I do look at your work, say for example on Known Origin or or on Super Rare or wherever Rareable, you know, um, what are your favorite tools to use to create? Okay, now when I'm I'm not talking about the tokens, I'm talking about you know your actual <laughs> yeah, yeah. like, you know what would be perceived as a traditional traditional digital art. Is that such a thing? I guess it is in your case, right? Yeah, right. I mean, isn't that funny? Like to call it that. Yeah, again, it's a case of the 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 uh, rebels becoming kind of the established thing. Do you know what I mean? Um, but anyway, you know, if I look at something like Dark Heart of Vegas or uh, pieces like that, that's when I look at that, I go, oh, yeah, that's a Max Osiris, right? What are you using? What process are you using to create these pieces? I mean, I mean, every full moon I have a I have a ceremony in the jungle and then when i come out and everything is just done and i just get to talk bullshit to you no, I'm, i mean i don't know i'm like it, it also kind of like it, it <laughs> I had a, whoa you have a, a monthly ceremony in the jungle i want to hear more about this right i wish that's my that's my projecting into the future actually but um no i mean it's it's my process is so weird and sometimes i get like caught up because i get stuck because it's just like I get bored with it, right? And I'm just like, all right, I gotta like do something, right? And then like, um, but I guess that's like a like the dark heart of Vegas. Um, like I use uh, mostly Photoshop is like mm -hmm. my main tool, um, but then I throw things in there, and this is sort of like how I like doing it. Is like I, I throw so like there's a lot of like street art um, that I you know in like especially like my recent stuff um because it's like i respect street artists and i and i love the aesthetic and i just mm -hmm. sort of like i love throwing that in there um so it's like from photos that i've like taken like in back alleys and in like the dark heart of vegas is, is like one of my favorite pieces actually because it's um like it relates to my experience there and the elements in it are from the different aspects of being there uh, you know and that i just kind of threw together and one of the things that i like really like doing is like like in there you see sort of the the transparent background of mm -hmm. like what you would see on photoshop right and i like, and that's one of the things i really love throwing into my art is like the cre like the process of creation in that thing because it's like you wouldn't see it right like showing like the makes... inner workings in a sense yeah, kind of, and that's why it's like transdimensional in me because it's kind of like, well, you're with me as I'm creating this thing, but I'm, but it takes an extra step because you wouldn't see these steps. You know what I mean? Like most art, you don't see the step, you don't see the, the process. You see the, the, the product, the finished right? product. So like, yeah. So I kind of like reversing it a little bit and throwing that in there. Um, you know, like I, it's because it's sort of like I saw somebody post and they had a piece of art and it's a still right and that's why i kind of like stills because it's like this is what you get you know you're looking at this thing and this is what it is it's like there's no motion to distract it's just like and like uh somebody posted a thing of like uh tinder when you match right and it's like it's like doo -doo -doo, like the the ui thing that happens but it's just like a fleeting moment you know mm. and it's like and usually we don't look at it like that we it because we experience it differently you know so 
like and that's a lot of like there's a there's a whole series i did which was uh buy now right or like mm -hmm. bid bid and it was just it was the same thing it was like here is a piece of the experience but i'm gonna like make it the only experience of this particular art piece right and it's sort of and people like really vibe with it right like sats movie because it's like it's like I don't know. It's it's hard to put into words, but it's like it's almost uh, like you're inviting the viewer into your process. Like it's again that idea that you're saying, "Hey, I am an artist," and you're kind of declaring mm -hmm. it, and you're kind of allowing people to enter that state of vulnerability that you're experiencing. Would that be fair to say? Um, yeah, and there's there. Well, I feel like I like taking like the fleeting moment mm -hmm. and focusing on it, right? And it's kind of like that's what those pieces were, and, and like even like the dark. I mean, I don't know, like, I, I feel like art is one of those things that is so, and that's why I think everyone that I know, you know, like, loves art, because it's just, like, it's it's so not, it's not a rational thing, like, mm. even speaking about, like, my, my process or anything like this, it's like, I don't, you can't really explain it, right? And then it kind of, it just kind of hits these, like, deep, deep parts, and it's more, like, emotional, and, you know. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's it's the I old cliche about, right? of pictures worth a thousand words, you know, like there's more that can be conveyed through the artwork than through the words sometimes, I guess. Right? It yeah, reminds exactly. me like when I look at that and I see the, like you talk about the transparent background, it reminds me, have you ever seen the movie? It's an old Alfred Hitchcock movie. I think Grace Kelly's in it, Jimmy Stewart. I think it's called Rear Window. You ever see that movie? No, I've heard of it. I feel like it's like one of those things that contains oh, something in it, like another It's piece a brilliant movie. Like you know, but the entire mm. movie takes place from this guy's apartment because he broke his leg. And so he's sitting in his apartment watching the world go on outside of his apartment. But that's all he can see is what he sees from his rear window, right? But interestingly, you as the viewer of the movie are also stuck in that apartment looking out that window the entire time. And so it's kind of this meta thing where you're experiencing what that character is experiencing by watching the movie. Do you see what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And uh, yeah, it gives you that similar kind of feeling of like, I'm experiencing what you're experiencing when you reveal those elements. It's interesting. At the yeah, end of the movie, he falls out of the window. So then that's kind of interesting too. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's, it's, it's like, I, I kind of feel like even I'm like sort of, self-consciously reflect and i'm just like am i even saying anything you know but the thing is like i feel like i love talking about things that are that are difficult to talk about right you know because mm. it's like and i sometimes i feel like i just like babble on and just like i'm trying to convey this thing which is hard to convey you know sometimes um, gets you into trouble though <laughs> <laughs> yeah but it's like in the same way that um so like you were talking about, you know, you're, you're the experiencer and stuff. Like, I think that's to me in the past few months, uh, the thing that was really rewarding is like a collector saw what I saw and they started to pick up. Um, and it was token angels actually. And like, I feel like I could, I could tell by the how and what they were collecting that they were like getting this thing that I was actually trying to convey, not just through the individual pieces, but through the entire, like kind of what it was about. So like they went on the ride with me and I could tell just by the way that they were collecting, 
that they they got this thing mm. that I was conveying in a meta sense. And it was mm -hmm. it was really like I was like, oh, this is this is awesome. Like <laughs> it's almost like creating a language and walking around talking in that language and then someone like responds to you back in that language. You're like, what? You understand me? Right. <laughs> exactly. Right. And it's kinda it kind of circles back to even like GameStop, right? It's kinda like, okay, what is that? It's well it's GameStop, you know, and it's kinda like well, that's what it is. It's game stock. And if you get it, you kind of get it. And if you don't get it, then, then you don't have to get it. And it's, yeah. There you go. I mean, you made a thing and now it's a thing. And if you get it, you get it. And if you don't get it, you don't get it. Game stock. <laughs> that, right? I mean, de-stonk, re-stonk. Destonk, I mean, it's already, you know, there's just so many marketing words that, that we've made about this thing. That's amazing, you know? But <laughs> that's the... And I, I think that's the, like, I just, at the end of the day, you know, like I, I lived with, um, I lived with this guy for a minute and he was like, um, he's like a Emmy award winning sound engineer, you know, multiple mm. times and all this different stuff, you know, and it's like, okay, cool. Um, and there was just like, I was going through some shit and he was going through some shit and we like, we, and he said this thing and I, I was like, oh, it was just beautiful. And he said, you know, all I really want to do is just like jam with people. like he because he's like you know he's he's been there and he's made and all these different things and it's kind of like who cares you know like he just wants to like hang out and like jam out and do the thing where it's not so much like in the spotlight you know and it's kind of i don't know i guess it's to me same with me and i was just like i just want i just kind of want to like hang out and, and jam and have him you know speak a, a funky language that you know we're all making up sort of um and you know, hopefully, hopefully, still, you know, be able to make my art and sell it enough to where I can like just. But you know, and then on the other side, like if it explodes, like you did right before Vegas and stuff, like we'll ride that wave too, you know, because mm -hmm, mm -hmm. um, that's its own experience. Um, once again, you know, this is uh, it's it's so funny, like even considering to me even considering like being on the show and speaking these words and i'm like and because it's a show i'm speaking differently to you than i would to like anyone else or like sure. as a friend or something you know because it's like we're aware of this like extra layer of this thing so i'm just kind of like hello i am i am max osiris this avatar speaking these words aware of this sort of thing but then also completely vulnerable because i'm like fucking you know i'm just like I, I can already like I've already like invented monsters in my head basically being like Maxosiris says nothing at all like it's it's, it's meaningless you gotta lay off the indica <laughs> <laughs> maybe that's what it is man right I'm like because I, I actually I stopped, I stopped smoking because I don't I personally don't even like like weed that much I'm just like mm. it just makes me weird or slow or something and maybe mm. yeah maybe maybe I did too much of that in California so Negative so. retrospection, I think, is definitely symptomatic. Really? Oh, man. All right. Well, went on a bad trip then, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Very interesting. Wow. I was going to ask you something. What was it? Um, I wanted to ask you. It was a while back. <clears throat> I was very excited because you bought one of my pieces. And I was super, super pumped. It was a piece called New Abnormal. And it was, you You were going on some, I don't know, I don't know the whole story. You were going on some crazy buying spree. You were buying all yeah. kinds of new artists' art. And I happened to be fortunate enough to be one of them. Talk to me about what was going on there. I mean, I, that was a, 
I was very excited that it was like, holy crap, Max Osiris bought one of my pieces. This well, is nuts. I, I mean, what was happening well, there? Yeah, I mean that's because I I wanted to give as many artists that feeling that um, is just so rewarding, you know? Because I'm like, it's basically it's happening well, to me. You succeeded. Yeah, it's like it, that was it happened very to me. And it was amazing. And I just wanted to pass that on, to, you know, as much as I could. I mean, you know, the the thing mooned. And honestly, like, I spent most of it back into art just because I wanted to flow it back into uh, into just... And, it, and it's funny because it's like, I, I think um, one of the most expensive pieces I bought uh, was a joy piece called um, Feeling That Rare Feeling. Mm. Right? And it was... It, it, um, yeah, when I was in Vegas, we were up, you know, like, and we went there to kind of celebrate, you know, had a really great short show, et cetera, et cetera. And I just remember, like, over days, I was like, I need this thing. I need this frog, you know, because, and it was, and it's funny because it's kind of about that. Um, and even, like, the collector's list. And I think that's one of the, like, that's one of the uh, interesting aspects of crypto art because it, it actually mirrors, I guess, like, real world art is, like, you know, if some, if somebody who's, like, known had your art um that kind of like gives it value which i think mm -hmm. is like fascinating yeah, sure. you know and like provenance right yeah so it's like that feeling that rare feeling uh has an interesting provenance now because I, I bought it when i was in vegas because i just i was just like i want it you know i don't care how much it costs i want it you know and it's like it's I a typical it. feeling people actually... get when they're in vegas <laughs> Right, I mean, like, which is why in, those one of those giant photos by the guy of the Grand Canyon. What's this guy's name? Blick, Peter Blick, or something like that. Peter Lick. Yeah, right. Peter Lick. That's why they sell them in Vegas, right? Because like, yeah, you could get this for ten percent <laughs> of the cost, you know, in I don't know Toronto, but in Vegas, right. we're gonna charge you, you know, ten grand for the same piece. Because people right. are and, willing I to mean, spend it. But I think I read this like article, which really like influenced my my stuff. Uh, and he was talking about sort of like Peter Lick in um, as like he's not respected by any stretch in the sort of like major art world because there is no secondary market, right? And this right. Is sort of like, and that's and that's kind of the it's like this dog and pony show. They told it as if it's gonna be a huge money maker for the client, but of course that's how they do it, right? I yeah. mean, it's, and and it's like I don't know, like it's you know like the Nifty Gateway is like you know of the it's like the whatever and, and are you saying nifty of, gateways the peter lick gallery of crypto is that what you're saying man if i said that that would, that would <laughs> i don't know you didn't People, say it i asked neither I mean, of us said it neither of us said it uh, but here's the thing right it's just kind of like would i say no to nifty gateway well of course right I, why would you why would you say no yeah right i'm like I would, I would probably do a drop on there, you know. And it, but, but that's like, I don't know. And it, but it comes down to like the secondary market, right? It's like there, there's some, there's some magic, there's some something. Because I remember like when I read about the Peter Lake thing, I was like, oh, this makes sense. So it's like an artist secondary market, like matters, right? And that was like, and that was a thing on Super Rare, and still to this day, I think I'm like. The, the most secondary sales right and uh -huh. they're not big sales or whatever like most of you know like i don't you know. and you're not getting royalties on most of those is what you were saying 
Um, it, it just, I was like, well, secondary market, right? Like, because uh-huh. to me, it's like, it's, it's important because the thing lasts or it has something about it that lasts and other people want, right? Mm-hmm. So it's not just the, because I feel like on the primary sale, um, you know, there's a lot of primary sales. I don't know, man. Like, I don't know what I'm talking about. You know, like Nifty Gateway, like I can't hate on them because they got like a, a giant hype machine and, you know, and, a lot of, and people kind of like, you know, they see something successful and I think a lot of times there's like, fuck that thing, you know? And I'm just like, <laughs> like I get it. Because me too, I'm just like, oh man, gosh, I would have made that, you know? But like, that's a, that's a kind of a crap attitude because I think ultimately like they are rewarding artists. Yeah, you know? totally. Um, you sure. know, and I can see there being a little bit of resentment from some people when you go there and you attempt to buy something and you're spamming the button to buy it and it's gone. You know what I mean? Like to me that if there was a way to kind of, I don't know but, if there is a way to moderate that, but I right? That, I mean, how are you going to stop But I think that? that's, I don't know. I feel like that's, that's part of the design, right? It is. Yeah. Like it is, it's, it's sort of these, like they've, they've created this particular type of mousetrap and it's, it's incredibly successful. And that's, I think Absolutely. a lot of it is, yeah. is sort of that. It's like, it's the like, well, you can't have it, you know? <laughs> <laughs> the other <laughs> criticism I guess like, some people it. have is you're not actually tokenizing your art with Nifty Gateway. Am I correct? Like, like it wouldn't uh, be tokenized to your digital identity, would it? And this is, and this is where like, I actually, you know, um, I actually agree with Zach of Super Rare because he, you know, he was just kind of like, well, you know, because Nifty Gateway started stealing a lot of the thunder, I think, and and mm-hmm. um, in in a sense, and and he's just like, well, here's this thing that sucks about it, and that's I think it's true because because it is dope, like on Super Rare to have it like instant and the thing, click, you know, it's like there's no there's no secretary, you know, yeah, it does feel like it's sort of backwards in a way because it's, it's not it's not like it's not like instant and the royalties get paid, you know, it's like, I don't know, there's, some, there's somebody in the wizard boss machine, you know, like actually yeah, yeah. pulling levers in there. And, right. Um, but I don't know. I guess people don't really care because they really like, they really like the hype in a sense, you know? And, and, and I kind of, I don't, I don't know. I don't, I don't particularly care for like any hype. I mean, this is the thing that is actually difficult with my art too. Sometimes it's like, I just, I don't want to hype it. I don't want to do like the whole drop thing. Mm. You know, if the devil called and said, do it. And I'd be like, well, make some money on this, you know? And it's like, uh, unfortunately, like, I don't know. But, you know, my, my hope is that like, it speaks to or does something that's like, not just, because I don't really get the like sneaker thing too. You know, it's like, people like standing like, I'm just like, I don't know. I don't know, man. Um, duality, me liking, not liking things. You know, what does that matter? <laughs> what do you say to you know? We're in a kind of a different place now than even just three, four months ago. What oh, do you say sure. to people who are um, looking at this scene for the first time? Maybe this is their first time they've listened to a podcast about crypto art. Um. What's your advice to them, you know, coming into this? What would you say, hey, this is what you should do? I mean, you know, obviously you're in a place where, you know, you were like, okay, I'm going into this full time. Like, I could imagine there were people who decided that in, say, November, December, and they were rocking it. And now it's like taps are off. Like, nobody's buying all of a sudden. Do you know what I mean? Like, for a lot of people. Yeah. What are those people supposed to do? Do you know what I mean? Like, someone coming into this scene, you know? 
should they just persevere? Should they look at other blockchains? Should they just, you know? What do you mean, I'm, and that's the, you know, it's it's the should. And I and I I stay away from the should, man. Because I think one of the like one of the beautiful things about crypto in general is just like there's this like like you know everyone's just responsible for their experience you know and it's like i just i don't give advice you know and i don't even and this is how i just how i am right like i don't give advice and i don't people how to do it and i don't even tell people how to crypto like i'm so i'm just like figure it out you know and i think that's to me it's like a choose your own adventure and in crypto it's like no you really get to choose your own adventure and yeah it's you know and you get to like own you know whether you get wrecked or own whether you know and it's like and i i don't know it's it's a that's a dope thing about it it's it's the, the harsh unforgiving nature of the thing in a sense like um so i don't know like follow your interests and your gut and you know and that you know and even that i'm just kind of like now i'm giving advice it's like i'm so <laughs> yeah. i'm so staunchly against that in, in and of mm. itself i'm just mm -hmm, like mm -hmm. like you know i'm and i'm kind of this is like where i'm at is just kind of like there's nothing to see here you know and that's it and that's kind of like that's kind of been i've been like super reclusive recently and just i'm just like well i'll just you know speak through my art hopefully here and there and i don't know i'm like it's a, it's an interesting time for me to be kind of like doing this the show because i'm just kind of like i'm in a i'm in a weird spot um you know i'm like the the hope is that i've done enough to kind of have a name in the thing and then like the people who kind of like fuck with me like they you know they they, they find the thing i don't know i'm just like <sighs> yeah it's just hearing myself talk right now that's basically where i'm at <laughs> again max lay off the indica uh but anyway uh, I know. can i go back in time and unsmoke the indica you know Is that, i'm just kidding that's what we need to talk about maybe maybe game stock needs to be that you know yeah. it's just... <laughs> i wanted to ask you future plans like you know what do you see coming down the pipe here what do you i mean you're talking about being kind of in a reclusive state of mind right now a hermit lifestyle that's not very unique right now with all the COVID stuff going on, but uh... I know, right? I'm like, I used to be unique, man. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, that's the I don't know, man. Like, like I I always like sort of zagging while everyone's zigging and stuff, you know. And it's like I don't really know what that means, you know. Like, I feel like it will. I don't have future plans. I'm just kind of like, you know, that's my answer. That's my final answer. Play it by ear. Um, is, yeah, exactly. Just completely play it by ear and, and hope that the things that get me to produce, the things that I do keep flowing in interesting enough ways to amuse myself and hopefully, you know, people who are on this on this wild ride. I mean, it's, it's definitely, because it's so unpredictable, right? It's like who... Yep four months ago would we could we look you know and it's but i feel like that's the world too it's like the whole like even covid world and all that shit it's like mm -hmm, mm -hmm. It, it, everything's just becoming so chaotic right and and sort of like waves of certain things take off you know and i i can 
like Frank Seeds did the like box drop thing yesterday, and yeah, like yeah. you know yeah. that was that went off really great. And I was like, I mean, you know, I was like, that's cool. Like, would I have predicted that 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 was a thing? Like, no. So I don't know just learning to surf in the waves of this thing. Um, Anything collabs uh, in your future? Um, I hope Carlos Marcel. That's actually I reached out because I like. Um, because I was, I was thinking about nifty and i was like mm, what would i do i would i would it would be dope to do like a a, a drop with carlos marcial because he um he like when he was getting started in in on super rare like he was one of the people i like did a few collabs with so it's kind of like mm. and i and i really like him and his personality and like you know who he is and and I really respect his art and stuff. So like, I think it'd be fun to kind of like do something with him. Um, I think it'd be fun to do something with Rodness again, you know, because mm-hmm, it's, mm-hmm. it's like, I just, I, I just have utmost respect for him as an artist and then everything that he's done. And like, um, I don't know, like, I guess I, I, I had a, I had a collab with like Zaddy Longwings, which I mean, fair enough. I was kind of an asshole, but I also didn't like appreciate the fact that like we made a thing and then she was like burning it because it was about something else. And I was like, no, nah, I'm well, not acquiesced to that. I don't know and, that like, whole story. What, what happened there? Or do you not want to talk about it? Uh, it was just like, it was in good faith. And then we disagreed on something. She's like, take that art down. And I'm just like, you know, it's just, it's, it's one of my emotes. It's like, I don't take art down, man. Like, I, you know, like, ask super rare because <laughs> it was it was whatever and it's, i kind of don't want to like add more things i feel like that thing is just like history it's finished um, yeah yeah um yeah, i don't know i'm just like and, and in a way i guess it's sort of like you know i i am max osiris the avatar that that is and i'm kind of like you know part of my process is being like who, who the fuck is that what is that what is that and like who do i what do i do to continue being that thing without sort of falling into the trap of like you know because i think that's the i don't know I think, like if i had artist nightmares it would be that i would get typecast and have to like because then basically i'm just then in a factory or something you know mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> just um stand on this pop out another one <laughs> yeah yeah right i'm just like well why the hell even do that um <laughs> yeah so if people want to find your art now, like your latest work, this, the newest stuff that's coming out, I am, my impression is that's, that's happening on Rarible. Am I right? Um, so, I mean, maxosires.com is sort of where you, like, right now I'm doing um, uh, OpenSea, right? So yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. look up Max Osiris collection on OpenSea. That's mm-hmm. kind of like where I dropped, you know, my most recent stuff. Okay. Um, and that's, you know, that's interesting because OpenSea doesn't, you know, quite have, it's not, it's not like a gallery per se, it's still crypto art. So it's kind of like bring your own, you know, buyers sort of thing or whatever. So, uh, you know, and some collectors come through and they kind of like fish them out and get them and stuff. And that's cool because it's, um, yeah, I'd say open. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's one of the things is like, I'm, I'm in so many different like touch points or like so many different galleries and different things. It's kind of like, I have trouble with it myself. I'm like, how do I communicate to people? Well, how do you manage that all? Like, I know, I mean, I'm like a little minnow in this and I've got, you know, five, yeah. six different things going on in a collab here. I just did a collab with Harv. Oh, I love Harv. Harv Harv's Harv's great. like, yeah. He loves you, by the way. He was just like, oh, Max is my man. You know, we had a podcast. He was great. 
don't know if you ever got a chance to listen to it, but it's a fun one. Uh, Anyway, we we collaborated the other day on a piece, and I'm going to put it up on Known Origin when I get the chance. Um, And it was very fun. But, uh, yeah, I mean, it's something where I just love the connection with other artists, you know. But my point was, how do you manage? You must be getting constantly messages hey you want to create something together or hey i got this project for you or hey do you want to join this thing on crypto voxels or decentraland or whatever i mean isn't there just a constant barrage of people bugging you for stuff like um yeah kind of i mean like i think um i just have a terrible strategy of it and my strategy of it is just to ignore everything honestly and that's kind of like and that's kind of just how it's been, you know, I'm, you know, I just like, I'm te- I've been terrible at communicating, you know, even like setting this thing up, like, I don't, I don't know, I guess it was this, like, we had talked before and stuff and I was kind of like, okay, let's do that. Cause I'm, like I said, I'm in like a hermit mode mm-hmm. um, for the most part. And it's just sort of like, yeah, it's, just, and I think maybe just people were kind of like, okay, this guy's just not going to respond or something. And I know that's like a shitty way of doing it. You know, I'm like, if I want to be a good crypto artist, I need to, you know, take opportunities and these different things, but I'm just kind of like. But how do you pick? I mean, you must be getting people messaging you from every corner of the earth for this stuff. (sighs) Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I'm just like through through a funky phase right now. So it's kind of like, it's hard, honestly, you know, and it's just like, I just kind of have, you know, because I've been sort of just going through, not a sort of, I've been going through like a pretty depressive mm. phase. So from that, it's it's hard to do things sometimes. And like, and that's probably a lot of the, uh, I don't know, I guess in a certain sense, maybe I got kind of like disillusioned, mm-hmm. you know, with Kutar in, in a way, in some ways. And then just sort of having to find that spark and i think is that's the that's the because it's really hard for me to create when i don't have that you know and i just i basically can't so it's kind of like i haven't even made that many pieces this month because it's like that it's just sort of like going through this phase of like squeezing out where i can and still making interesting for myself because if it's not then then i don't just don't do it you know Mm -hmm. um yeah i mean i guess the fear being that it becomes like work almost in a sense yeah yeah like an right. obligation yeah exactly and it's like i didn't get into it for that because you know i get into it for i don't know it, it's hard like it's one of those things that's you know it's it's kind of hard to speak of because it's so intangible in a way yeah um so so then i'm just kind of rambling trying to speak about it you know i wish i wish i had the uh the better um sort of linguistic capacity of somebody like terence mckenna you know like you ever listen to any of his speech no. speeches no so like if you look up terence mckenna the message or terence mckenna the mushroom speaks or something like that okay i mean it's just like to me there's there's no no better person at speaking about things that are difficult to communicate eloquently to where that actually becomes communicable and and i think like i have a lot of respect for him for that i was like wow he, he that that's some magic that he's able to pull off um and he spoke a lot about like psychedelics and different things you know um which a lot of my art sort of no longer as much but like that's a, most of my collection for the past two years is like 
either psychedelic inspired or was talking about psychedelics or something like that. And I just, I haven't really like done that much recently too. So I'm kind of like, all right, what does that mean? What, you know, what do I, what do I create? And, um, yeah, I mean, TLDR, um, weird space, but when you feel you're getting staunched, restock. Same song. <laughs> and you said Terrence McKenna was the one that was so great with words. You just you just nailed it, man. That's just marketing, man. That's just good game stock. That's good old fashioned American game stock marketing, man. <laughs> uh, so I get the impression you're waiting for that next spark. Kinda, yeah. And you know, and it's like 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 we say at GameStog headquarters, you know, when you're waiting for your next spark, why not GameStog? There you I'm, go. I, I've been, I watched the football game and I saw a bunch of ads because I don't watch TV and that's it. So like I saw some ads. So now I'm just like ad marketing talk, you know, and which is yeah, good because yeah, yeah. that's, that's how you, that's how you move. It's free real estate. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe, maybe, maybe that's some art to make. Cause I'm like, it, I kinda, like that whole thing is like, you know, buy two pans, you know, bam, and you get, you know, and it's like, whoa. And then it's like, but then, you know, the drop is only five minutes. And then <laughs> and you get this free book of recipes. Yeah. You know, and it's like, everything is gray. Like if you don't hold game stonk, you know, it's like, it's just like, this pans, is your world. Somebody. Yeah. Yeah, just somebody sad, just moping, yeah. you know, and then they're just like, do you really want this to be your life? You know, and then pan over to a color. You know, I wish I wish this wasn't just audio because maybe we could do it. Just pan over to like a color, you know, of me just so excited. Just yeah, being yeah, like, yeah. I hold GameStop that I bought on Uniswap. Boing, you know, I don't have the rest of it, but it's like, it's obviously everyone's. I'm gonna, picturing like, it, right? It's good. Yeah. Oh, it's so good. I mean, it's like we already won the. Uh, You'd have to get what's game. his name. They, they ever watch Jabuti Dubs? You know, Djibouti, the, the guy. No, I don't. Who did it? Jabuti Dubs? Oh my gosh. You got to look that up, man. Jabuti. J A B O O D Y. Jabuti Dubs. Jabuti. That's um, right. I'm... They basically take ads mm -hmm. and they dub over them with a ridiculously hilarious dialogue. Very crass, yeah. very crude, but extremely hilarious. It's kind of old now, actually. Right. But it's kind of it's, it, it resonates with what you're saying about the before after and like, do you want your life to be like this where it's shitty or do you want to have this product <laughs> and then your life will be great. But they, of course, make a joke of it. Right. Seriously, if right. you've never watched Djibouti dubs, that might be the thing that sparks you. Because I mean, honestly, that's right now. Dead. Okay, you just you just got staunch on me. You got you got staunch. You got to restart. I just got Djibouti staunch. Dubs. Man, because it's, I mean, it's like, that's kind of like what Saucy Nugs is, just, you know, like SaucyNugs.capital. I finally got the website back up because it's just like, you look at it, you know, and if you get, if you get it, you get it. Um, and if you don't, you don't, you know, and it's kind of like, man, isn't it so funny? Like, you get it, you get like all these different sort of like mimetic things that come over from like the Bitcoin world, like the, the mm -hmm. ultimate psyops on how to defund the banks and stuff um, or pull the money. I didn't say that. No one said defund the banks. Um <laughs> don't want to get re-shadow banned about things um <laughs> <laughs> yeah i retweeted something about 
one of the somebody's comment about Wall Street, and I thought, oh, am I gonna get some uh, you know loss of followers over this? I don't know. <laughs> man i mean we can get real real you know what i mean it's like and that's and that's the can't really get real real man you get too real then you know you get fact checked out of there so um try not to go political with this let's let's go back to talking about you know art and stonks specifically game stonk um (laughs) (laughs) yeah there's that inherent and inherent political side of things that you can't escape, right? I mean, that's so. Okay, so I'll quote Times McKenna again, where it's like, and I and I love the way he said that. Is like, uh, you know, he talks about the Tao Te Ching says that you can't confront evil directly because then it just adapts and learns how to protect itself or something, you know. And then you're playing these games that are essentially, you know, it's it's. And I was like, wow, that's such a profound thing because because I've thought about that. It's sort of like addressing thing directly you know versus you know in his in his uh, i guess solution of that is sort of like create your own game create your own roadshow, um make art essentially you know and i'm like yeah i fucks back you know because it's like because you're able to say things that and i think that's one of the important things actually you know of of art is like you can actually say things um you know and that's that's the beauty also of of of, you know blockchain crypto art and things like that this sort of like immutable you know because it does feel like we're we're, you know just maybe um, it does feel like we're you know everyone's just like okay here's become this stamped out version of what we all want humanity to look like or whatever you know and and it's like, uh, so you know, that's that's the beautiful thing about like Bitcoin and, and crypto and crypto art is just it's sort of like in its nature, it's sort of like rebellious, and you can express yourself. But um, you know, the way that I do it also now is just like with coin, you know, and mm-hmm. which it's and it's and that's a that's a fascinating like little pivot in a sense because I still make art art, but I'm just kind of like, what could this be? Um, mm. Yeah, that's that's my. Well, that's you kind of attack it from a different angle than a lot of other people even consider doing. So that's part of what marks your success, I suppose, is your ability to think about things in a different frame than it has been imagined before you, right? Yeah, I mean, that's the hope, right? That's the, like, that that makes it rewarding for myself, you know? And sometimes it takes a while to, to see other people kind of be like, oh, yeah, this, I get this. You know, it's kind of like, but I really like sort of like long game things that um, age well, you know, or sort of appreciate well with time. I think to me, that's one of the, like, that's one of the marks of success is if like you can sort of launch something or create something that, you know, 10 years, in 10 years, is interesting, you know, mm. um, for a variety of, you know, reasons or whatever. And it's, but it's like, it just, it's almost like it requires a lot of like faith or a lot of trust or something that, yeah awesome so uh, i'm curious what are your big predictions for uh ethereum when do you what do you think like you know let's talk uh markets you you like talking markets what do you think is going to happen with ethereum over the next year price wise i mean what's it sitting at right now 1300 something like that <sighs> something like yeah i mean it's been interesting because like i mostly like hold it all you know there until i have to cash it out or whatever for you know right life stuff and like yeah it's been interesting watching it grow 
Um, I don't know, man. Like, I, I watched. Okay, so I was like, I was watching the Bucks game, right? And they, you know, and they, and they were um, like the commentators were like, okay, and it was like how what do you think the spread is and who's going to win, you know? And it's like Buccaneers by four, you know? And then like the other guy was like, Oh, it's whatever the other team minus seven, you know? And it's just like, they did that like four different times. And there's the segment, you know? And I was just kind of like looking at the center and I was just kind of like, who cares, you know? And it's just, but, but it's like a thing, but it's like a thing to do. And, and I guess people care. And it's sort of like, that's cool. I don't know. I'm like, it's really weird because I'm like, well, it's that off chance you're going to be correct. And then you can gloat about it like a year later yeah i mean i think it's just it's it's just something to do like maybe maybe that's like we're we're kind of i'll i'll say we're hitting this thing where it's kind of like it's just something to do like we just we're all looking for something to do you know and i feel like these even crypto argument is kind of like that it's just like well here's something to do because it's kind of like there's some there's some vibrating things in silicon all over the world that represent something and represent something to me and buy sell yeah you know and it's i'm just i'm so i'm so weird about personally and like with money and stuff too because i just i, I kind of don't care like I, I i love it in a sense but i you know when i have it because who doesn't but it's like but i'm probably being a complete you know sort of i'm probably talking about i ask it's kind of like who doesn't you know what i mean it's kind of like it's, it's we're all sort guessing. of invoked we're all to guessing. not yeah. yeah i mean yeah i have no idea i'm you know and it's just like you 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 caught me in this blobby phase you know that i'm sure in a few months i'll be like man wish i was better at that (laughs) 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 but i mean that's that's kind of like but it's just what it is you know and it's like that's the cool thing about this art too and it's just sort of like it's it's one of the things that i've heard that i really like is just sort of like it encapsulates what's happening right Mm-hmm. and and i like that about it you know like my my hope is that in five years or 10 years or something people are gonna be like remember those potato art things and then like hopefully by this time and this is okay so this is my prediction it's like we're all rich as fuck right at this point. we're all you know just completely just rah, right and all our like, yachts jumping yeah, back and forth on- from one yacht to another yeah right just on on yachts and there's you know we're like the unicorn is like now part of like everyone's lexicon and we're all like remember that stupid covid thing that's all gone now yeah yeah right and then and then we're you know and then like maybe we're fat you know in our own in our you know in our own like little pods and it's like and they're like hey remember remember that potato piece hey remember the potatoes from 2020 you know and then we're all hella rich and we're just like that was funny oh yeah oh yeah i want to pick one up off of of, uh what is it you know open sea but it's going to be like some next level and it's like schmopen sea oh yeah yeah that's the next big platform 30 eth on that and eth is like you know so it's like we just five million dollars gajillion dollars like a potato just because we have because we'll be like traumatized from COVID and so have some sort of like weird things where we're just like, it messes with our parts of the brain that's like super nostalgic, but then it also, you know, so I, you know, I hope to trade potatoes for bazillions of dollars in, in five years. That's, that's my, and that's my prediction. Mark it, Howie. 
I could see some of them being highly collectible in five years. Totally. I know. Regardless just, of like... the uh, strange nostalgia slash lack of judgment slash having kajillions of dollars floating around on yachts. I do think, you know, they mark a certain era. Right. But I mean, like, and that's that's so much of nostalgia, and that's I always think about nostalgia. It's such a fun, it's such a funny thing. But it's like we're we're all susceptible to it. It's like, sure, you know. And I remember like when I made like a Mario piece, I was like, I'm I'm farming on nostalgia. I kind of get it. Yeah, you know? and, totally. And, but yeah, hopefully it'll be you know crypto nostalgia, and we'll be able to trade potatoes and trash. Because that's that's actually like my secret my secret hope is that like trash arts circa 2020 just becomes like such a thing you know it's like hmm oh yeah get me some what do you think arts. of all this stuff where it gets kind of suppressed like on wicca what uh i can't even remember what it's called not wikipedia well yeah it was wikipedia wasn't it where a whole bunch of this crypto art stuff keeps getting like moderated away you see oh. that ever i mean yeah i mean i think it's you know, I think without, I think there's, there's, there's people who want to push certain narratives and there's people who want things, in, you know, and I, you know, and I think like Robinus and I did that for a minute where we could like hold the line against that kind of thing. We're just like, fuck you, we're just, you know, we're artists, we can do whatever we want and, and whatever. And, and like, I don't know, I guess sometimes I, I get a little disillusioned because I sort of see how it becomes effective, you know, and it's sort of like, well, then that's what it is. And, and right. Um, but, you know, I think it's just people at some level, it's like people vying for, for what they want their world to look like. And then, yeah, I, mean, I don't know, like I haven't if I I try not to travel down those like paths where I get like super paranoid and, you know, it's such a bigger thing at play here. And, trying to control like the narrative and i don't know i'm just basically trying to stay sane <laughs> <laughs> through, through the what is it i mean do we have language for this was this like covid covid after season v 2.1 you know dot anal swab dot exe you know era of this particular thing that's happening or you know like do we have reality is the guys doing this like the people controlling this it's just some dude in his basement somewhere deleting it on wikipedia right like it's not yeah it's not but like i mean is cabal. it like, <laughs> but how do you know you know like i we, guess it could we be we don't we don't have a camera you know like maybe that's <laughs> in there and, and it's by design i don't know um that's that's a philosophical question yeah totally Hey, it's been great having you uh, join me, and I really appreciate you taking that time to talk. But also, I just want to say I really appreciate your impact on this whole industry. And uh, I think it will go down in history. I think we will be looking at potatoes in five years and saying, hey, remember that? That was pretty sweet. Right? I mean, that's the hope, right? And it's like, I hope we all get to move into that, and you know, with, with relative, like, happiness and all that you know i'm like it's the end of like a hallmark movie i'm trying to i'm trying to make like but we gotta we gotta we gotta push it game stock and then i'm like all right and and to all a good crypto art game stock you know i'm like i don't know i don't know how to sign off on this thing so <laughs> it's my most awkward part of the podcast is wrapping things up because you know right. just, I'll, I'll thank the guest that i appreciate you being on and then the guest feels obligated to say something kind of you know right. eloquent like, and, oh, oh yes oh, yeah. 
Yes. I think just yes. wrap up with the uh, what was it? The staunch. What what was the? Restaunch. But see, it's already too like it's now. It's like it's crypto art, right? So it's, or it's crypto world. So it's like already that feels dated, right? Like the, yes. Like like if if anyone right now in, in their listening audience is saying that in their in their head, just know that it's already passe. Like it's, that's yeah. why you get it. That's why you gotta like stay up on the new GameStop, you know? Because it's kind of like caught out at a bar saying an old thing that we invented that we're now saying again and just like as a as a side note i think maybe experiment with this is just like i call it the the quick drop off right so instead of like an end we just punch each other in the face and then it goes black right so just a very abrupt ending right and the people are like whoa didn't expect that right and then and then this podcast will surely you know overtake joe rogan's <laughs> so I should just like stop in mid sentence, basically. Yeah, it was just if you can if you can like edit it, you, you just and it's like right, or just like it's stuck on like an auto auditory thing, and then you just let that ride, right? And just and then maybe put up some analytics and see like how long will people think that like that, you know? And then it's like, oh, okay. And just people, that sounds like more know, work something. than I'm willing to do, honestly. Okay, fine. All right, I'll, it's your show. I'll let you figure it out. <laughs> just throwing terrible ideas at you because there's nothing to do with it, you know? No, I really, when it comes to the editing of these shows, I'm like, you know what? I'm letting listeners just listen to the conversation, you know? And I'm not going to edit it if I don't need to. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. I just let it, I'm like, let it go as it is. And, and then the other thing is, like, I'm, I'm just incredibly lazy, right? And just like, and that's the, you know, I shouldn't, maybe I, you know, maybe I'm like, oh, but I just am. So I get it. So I'm like, if I had a show, I would just, I would basically just be like, have at it monkeys. You know, I don't have to take out the bad parts, you know, or whatever. Yeah. So that, that's what I'm like, you know, I'm like, yeah, you know what? It's good as it is. Yeah. People want to listen right, to it. It's it, raw. It's real. It's raw. It's real. <laughs> it's filled with. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, like at a certain level, like I feel, um, I feel like some, like this me sometimes. I just like I just want to hear people talk, right? I'm just kind of like I, I am just existing, and I want to just hear humans talk about things, you know. And a lot of times, I'm just kind of like, I, I don't know. I feel, I feel, I feel for people who have to make something really good, you know, have to make it really good, you know. Like, I guess Anthony Bourdain's show is really good or something mm -hmm. i tried i tried that i actually had a travel show that i that did I you? and i and I, I looked at it i mean it's not it's like these it's it's the, it's the worst travel show in the world like it it, it actually but i kind of i like i look at it and i'm like wow this guy doesn't know what he's doing at all right like <laughs> it's not interesting where'd you travel <laughs> uh, paris barcelona and I just had the idea of like, oh, I'm going to go film a fat travel show. And, and it was like, I look at it still and I'm just in awe of just how not good it is. You know, because it's like, I didn't even. Like, I didn't, is it still watchable somewhere? It is watchable. I would advise against it, you know, but like. It's, <laughs> What's it's, it called? What's it called? Now I'm curious. A broadening. I, I used to be called okay. Max Spiker back then. Like that was okay. my, that was my identity. And you find yeah, it on like so, YouTube or something or? Vimeo is the only place. Vimeo. Very okay. Okay, okay. Very unsyndicated. And it's just, it's, I mean, 
and in that sense it's kind of good but like in like a train wreck sense where i'm just like i'm just like walking around <laughs> trying to talk to people it's just it's so dumb anyway that's my check it out I'm, folks i'm, on like I'm broadening i'm broadening <laughs> check out the all three short crap episodes of broadening and buy some game stuff asterisk and that asterisk is like just do not do anything I yeah, like this is not advice <laughs> go live your life go live your life <laughs> like, go away don't look at it <laughs> uh funny right on well hey thanks again and uh i do really appreciate you taking time for this likewise you know if this if this if this miraculously manages to breach through any sort of level of consciousness we, we might have to do that again and because I'm, I'm literally, as you can kind of tell, I'm sort of like on this like Kaufman-esque phase where I'm just kind of like, kind of, let's see how far I can ride destruction, you know? And like, mm. yeah. Check Maybe back I'm in in a few months. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. All right. Awesome. Thanks, man. Game's on. Thanks again for listening to the Non-Fungible Podcast. See you again soon.